Hi, this is Richard Benjamin, and you're listening to TV Confidential. And Roberts, with a reminder that the next edition of TV Confidential will premiere next week on the station at the usual time. Our guests will include Rob Paulson. Rob Paulson, the voice of Pinky on Pinky and the Brain, Yako Warner on Animaniacs, and Donatello and Raphael on Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. We hope you join us for that. In the meantime, and speaking of voice artists, on the line with us right now, Joan Van Ark. Joan Van Ark, the actress known around the world as Valley Ewing on Knott's Landing. The Knott's Landing 40th Anniversary Lobby Exhibit is on display at the Hollywood Museum through Wednesday, April 1st, and features costumes worn by Joan Van Ark, Michelle Lee, and Donna Mills. More information, thehollywoodmuseum.com. Knott's Landing is not the only show of Jones that is celebrating its 40th anniversary on television this year. Joan was the voice of Spider-Woman, the first TV adaptation of a female comic book character from Marvel Comics. Spider-Woman is now streaming on demand on Disney+. Plus, You can follow Joan, joanvanark.com. Before we went to break, we were talking to Joan about how she got into voice acting and, in particular, her gift for creating many voices. What I'm getting at is not every performer, not every actor, not every actress has an ear for voices, has an ear for dialect. Clearly you do. Was that something you cultivated from your training as, as an actress at the Yale Drama School that you were able to, you know, go on to use whenever necessary in your various uh, acting roles or voice acting roles? You know, I've never thought of it because I didn't really study the voices. It's like you're making me think of my daughter who does um, unbelievable animation. Vanessa Marshall. Uh, yeah. Leads. Mm-hmm. Vanessa, exactly. Mm-hmm. Vanessa Marshall, who did Star Wars uh, Rebels, which was a five-year run uh, for, I think it was Disney. And she also did uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, playing Zoe Saldana's part, and does voiceovers left, right, and center as part of all these Comic-Con and, uh, you know, incredible uh, conventions that are held in New York and Chicago. And uh, actually, she's done a couple in London. Uh, she went uh, to NYU. But you, it's kind of, for an actress, I think it's your ear, and not really studying it, which I never did. They didn't really teach all that at Yale. It's just your ear, and um, you just you either can do it or you don't, and you kind of just access that. I know when I was asked to do um, Valine as a guest shot on Dallas, that's how she was born, mm-hmm. so to speak, I was offered the job, like they always do, a day or two before they needed you in Dallas to film with Larry Hagman and that Linda Gray and Patrick Duffy, mm-hmm. that amazing cast. Mm-hmm. And I was on my way to New York to do voiceovers for Estee Lauder. And I thought, no, I can't be in two places at once. And my husband, wise as he is, said, you've got to, this one is special. This is, you've got to try, you've got to do this. And somehow they worked it out so that I could. Well, I rode around in a cab in Dallas, Texas, because I'd never done a southern accent, and I just listened to the guy that was driving me in the taxi, and I just I just found somehow how to do that Dallas sound. And Valine was soft and that way with the accent, but you, it, it, I was able to pick it up more by my ear than studying it, because you listen to the real deal, a person doing it, and you've got to go there. I read this in an interview you did uh, previously. You described Valine as the embodiment, the living embodiment of the Tammy Wynette song, Stand 
by your man. That makes so much sense to me. I mean, it's because it, she's a she's a much strong. She's a once she got Jr. out of her hair, Valine, you know, Va- Valine's strength was able to shine. Well, love you for that because I do feel she had a backbone, a spirit, a goodness about her, and I mean good, and then dash n-e-s-s. She tried for the for the good in herself, in her family, and her thing. But she, for Gary, there was only one man in her life, mm-hmm. and that was Gary Ewing. And she, and that's a bit like my that thing I can access myself because I'm married to my high school sweetheart. Mm-hmm. All the travels I did. The man I am married to was John Marsilio, which is Italian, and he changed it because he's an NBC News reporter and uh, anchor person who has since retired. But the bottom line is um, that was somebody I knew at 14 years old, and it's gone from that to now I'm 114, <laughs> and, it's, and it's been that you know it's it's been that long. It's it's carried it's carried through, and that's kind of a wonderful, lucky thing because. Your your mate becomes your your lover, your best friend, the other half. If you tear a piece of paper in half, there's only one other half to that page. If you find the person in your life that you fit that piece of paper together, and it's the same jagged edges, but but a, makes a whole page, that is a very lucky blessed thing, and I, I have that. On the line with us is Joan Van Ark. Joan Van Ark, the actress known around the world as Valing Ewing on Knott's Landing. Our friends at the Hollywood Museum recently launched a new lobby exhibit honoring the 40th anniversary of Knott's Landing that features some of the costumes worn by Joan Van Ark, Michelle Lee, and Donna Mills. The Knott's Landing exhibit is on display through Wednesday, April 1st. For more information, the hollywoodmuseum.com. You mentioned your husband, John Marshall. You did a number of FBI's for Quinn Martin around the time you first met John and married John and were commuting back to New York and Los Angeles. Do you have any memories of your time working on the FBI? Wow. Not that it's sick. Tell me the actors and then you, I'll, I'll know because I always know from the partners. Okay. You did one with uh, Martin Sheen and Tim McIntyre. You did. Wow. You did one with Steve Einant. You did, you did you had a lot of scenes with him in a car. You were like a you 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 two were were, were like a Bonnie and Clyde type of couple. Holy cow! You did because <laughs> Donna's told me when she does interviews, she says people bring up knots scenes and things like that, and she says she has no memory whatsoever of what they're talking about, but is always so grateful that they loved her, which they did, of course, who wouldn't, but even though she was a bitch. (laughs) But anyway, uh, wow, I do know that FBI, there was something with Jimmy Farantino, who in fact was Michelle Lee's husband. Mm Um, but was that FBI with Jimmy Ferentino? You probably know more about it than I do. Uh, he did a he did a couple of shows around that time. Um, yes, I remember that, that my very first job was something with Jimmy, I think, because John Batham, who's a director, was a casting director at Universal, and both of us had just left Yale. I only stayed there a year mm-hmm. because I was offered a Guthrie Theater uh, to be a part of Sir Tyrone Guthrie's first inaugural company. Uh, with the likes of Hume Cronin and Jessica Tandy. At 18 years old, I got my equity card going to the Guthrie Theater, which is like, talk about a gift. Mm-hmm. But Jimmy Farantino was, I think, in the first, one of the first things I ever did. And I know FBI was one of the very first things. And that was partly because John Batham, a great, the amazing director who's done so many unbelievable movies and television, etc., he brought me in for those roles. But I... 
to recall what you're saying. These names, wow, how could I, if I'm with Marty Sheen, how could I forget that? Because he's iconic as the day is long. Well, look, I I understand when when you're fortunate to work as often as you did. The guest things on episodic kind of bleed to each other. It's like asking you what you had for breakfast this day in 1971. So I exactly I, in a way that's that's true, especially the initial uh, efforts because it was all so new. It's such a new. I mean, for a young, you know, stage trained actress, it's a whole other animal. And luckily, Michelle. Uh, her father was the makeup man on the first thing I did with Jimmy Ferentino in the uh, television show. And so, you know, there were so many serendipity things with Michelle Lee's father, the makeup man, taking me under his wing and helping me, this young neophyte actress from New York, uh, kind of showing me the ropes, which that was such a gift to have him because he's a loving, generous wonderful person and he certainly knew the business because of michelle and all of it um and so he kind of helped me guided me through the first things are probably a blur because of that in a way because i was on the job training you did two rockfords with jim garner do you have any memories yes. working with Jim? oh my god i do oh my god first of all he's a total gentleman opens the door um mark Harmon was the same way mm-hmm. so 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 classy and courteous to his guest star actress and that, I have to tell you, goes a thousand miles. When someone shows respect by, you know, opening the car door, opening the restaurant door, wherever the scene, whatever whatever we were doing, he was there to do it. But I do remember Jim Garner for a million things, but the most that stands out, and I hope I don't uh, kill myself with this story, but he said, you know, <laughs> and this is early on, as you mentioned, you know, if you wore less eye makeup, you'd work a lot more. And I've always, my signature thing is light lips Mm -hmm. and eyes for days because I think the eyes are the whole nine yards. What's on the outside and what's on the inside because it's the window to your soul. Therefore, it's the window to the character. But eye makeup for me is key. And he told me this, and I will never forget it, and I didn't change one iota, which maybe I should have. But he said, you know, if you didn't wear so much eye makeup, you'd work a lot more. And I thought, I, I, I've never forgotten that. Well, it's it's good advice, and and B, you continue to work. So it's all... it's. it's well, I did, actually, yeah. yes. Uh, you know, despite that, yeah. I did, actually. So, But I didn't drop... <laughs> I didn't drop the eye makeup so much. I have a trait, and I I think it's OCD on steroids, but I stay off to the side between while they're setting up lights or whatever they're doing, tweaking before we film. And I'm with a a little hand mirror and, you know, putting layer after layer of mascara on my eyelashes, and it's really like my cigarette. I've shared this very rarely, but it's like my cigarette, and it keeps me private in my own world, in next, right next door or inside of the character, so that I don't talk to the, you know, the craft service man about toast and cookies and do you have M and M's on the table there for us to munch on. I'm not there. I'm not chit chatting. I don't want to blow my energy. I don't want to blow my focus. Uh, I don't want to blow the character. Uh, by chit-chatting as Joan Van Ark. When I'm there, I'm paid to be the best I can be, and so I pull off to the side and do this obsessive mascara application. 
The Hollywood Museum is located at 1660 North Highland Avenue, Hollywood Boulevard, in the famous Max Factor Building. The Hollywood Museum is open Wednesday through Sunday, 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. The Knott's Landing exhibit at the Hollywood Museum is on display through Wednesday, April 1st. For tickets, more information, thehollywoodmuseum.com. To keep up with Joan Van Ark, joanvanark.com. Thank you so much, Joan. I, I really appreciate this. I hope we'll have a chance to chat again. Well, I hope so, too, and let me tell you, bravo to you, kudos for doing your homework. That's all I got to say. Thank you, hug. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. If you haven't been listening to TV Confidential, this is who you're missing. Connie Stevens, Don Wells, Eric Braden, Tony Camille, Jansen Williams, Don Most, Troy Finnis, Peter Marshall, Sherry Alberoni, George Slaughter, Dan Castellaneta, Taylor Hicks, Lindsay Wagner, Loretta Swift, and many, many more of your favorite celebrities and people behind the scenes in the world of television. That's TV Confidential, every week on this station and every day online at televisionconfidential.com. Maverick, Legend of the West, revised third edition, completely updated with more than 100 pages of new information about the show that made James Garner a star, including a dozen new interviews and a lot more comments from James Garner himself. Maverick, Legend of the West, revised third edition, available now at mavericklegendofthewest.com, mavericklegendofthewest.com. Hi, this is Big Bad Patton. You're listening to TV Confidential. Ed Roberts with a reminder that Raised Eyebrows by Steve Stolier is available in hardcover paperback as an ebook and as an audiobook through BearManorMedia.com. You can also find it at Amazon.com and wherever books are sold online. Also a reminder that the Knott's Landing exhibit at the Hollywood Museum is on display through Wednesday, April 1st. For more information, the Hollywood Museum. TheHollywoodMuseum.com. Spider-Woman is available for streaming on demand at Disney+. Plus. To keep up with Joan Van Ark, JoanVanArk.com. That'll do it for our program this week, folks. Ed Robertson, we have Tony Figueroa, Donna Allenfield, Grace, and Greg Airbar. Thank you so much for listening. We'll talk to you next time on TV Confidential. Be part of our conversation. If you like what you hear, have thoughts on this week's program or have an idea for a future edition of TV Confidential, we'd love to hear from you. You can email us at talk at tvconfidential.net, talk at tvconfidential.net. You can also message us at facebook.com forward slash tvconfidential, x.com forward slash tvconfidential, or at TV Confidential on Instagram. And if you're listening to us on the TV Confidential podcast, please be sure to hit the subscribe button. This portion of TV Confidential is brought to us by our friends at Front Porch Realty, the community of realtors in the Northern Bay area of California that is committed to finding the solution that is best for their clients. Whether you're a first-time home buyer or looking to sell or lease your property in Northern California, call Karen Strain at 415-886-7411 or visit frontporchrealtygroup.com for more information on how they can help you.